Today's episode is brought to you by Wild, natural deodorant, body wash and shampoo bars. Wild uses clean and natural ingredients in all of their beautiful products, meaning they're good for your body and the planet. We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gyamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Hey, besties. You know what I don't have time for? Oh, my God, I love this podcast so much, you guys. Hey, guys. Hi, Jim and Ray. Hey, Jim. Hey, Sam. Do you know what I don't have time for this week? Imposter syndrome. I love sequels. What? What do I do with that? Thank you. Hello and welcome to Bestie Hotline. Ring, ring. It's Friday and I'm Kate Reeves and this is Gemma Peanut. Yes. And she's a bit sick. I am. But she's here. Post-holiday blues. Yeah. She stopped for a second and her body went, let's attack. It's okay. I'm present. I'm here. She's here and she's ready to squeeze some juicy, spicy lemonade out of your dilemmas. So I think we should get straight to it, Gem. Yeah, let's not fuck about. Although I'm very happy to have you home, sweetheart. I missed you very, very much. Likewise. Missed you like crazy. Like an organ. Like it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. And I was a bit aimless. You know, I was walking around like, what do I do with myself without my bestie? I deep cleaned my whole house. That's amazing. I did a pantry girl on myself. I went to Kmart. I bought all the little things. I decanted groceries a la Gemma Peanut. Can I ask? Mm. Because I've done this process as well. Yes. Do you like pull everything out, clean the shelves and you get halfway through the job (laughs) and then you're like, why? I'm over it. I regret it. I start this process. And then you kind of botch the end part of the job because you've lost enthusiasm. Well, no, I have one cupboard left to do. Mm. And I literally did the entire house except for this one cupboard. But that one cupboard is groaning. You know, it's like it still needs to be seen to. But my kitchen, my pantry, my under the sink cupboard, the kids clothes, their bedroom my wardrobe the bathroom well done Rebsy that's oh. huge I can't wait to come over and see it I mean it doesn't look that different like Americano was like oh yeah it's tidy and I was like you don't see the effort there is only one of everything now mm. everything has a place and everything is in that place very, very soothing. As for that one groaning cupboard, mm. I think you should accept that it's a, I'll see you in 2024 oh vibes. God. Yeah, you, it does. It does feel that. I reckon you've peaked. It does feel that. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It expelled a bunch of energy and hyper focus in yeah. one direction. And now that has run out and I'm back here with you. Thanks for coming home. <laughs> back to our dilemma. Yeah. Let's see who called the bestie hotline today. Hi besties. I have a dilemma for you. So my husband is a very successful business owner. He's a tradie. He has his own business. He makes a pretty decent amount of money. I'm a stay-at-home mum with two kids who go to daycare one day a week and I'm also studying nursing. I have an issue where my husband thinks that I spend way too much money and thinks how much I spend is outrageous when in reality, when I compare myself to most other women, I'm actually really low maintenance and really don't spend that much money. It's only because he's comparing himself to himself Mm. who spends basically nothing on himself which is his own choice which makes me look bad because (laughs) I spend money and he doesn't at all I've told him that he's allowed to spend money on himself he can buy things if he wants but he's just not a materialistic person and if he wants something he buys it and it's usually something of quality on the rare occasion and when I spend money on things I genuinely will only buy my own clothes mostly from op shops I don't get my hair done I do it myself pack a diet home I don't get Botox I would love it but I don't get it because my husband's a tight ass I don't spend money frivolously on things often at all but 
I just bought a sofa bed for our family because we're having family come and stay and we need somewhere for them to sleep. And he lost it at me. Mm. Anyway, I just need some way of explaining to him that sometimes we do have to spend some money and it's going to happen. Please help me, besties. We fit really well as a couple in every other way, but I suppose as most couples we do argue about money occasionally. And I just want to say he is a good husband and I love him to death. This is just one of his downfalls is he likes to hang on to money and never let go. Oh, I feel like this will be relatable yeah. to a lot of our DLs. Yep. I'm sure a lot of couples are in the same boat where it's like they love each other dearly. It's funny how we feel like we have to justify <laughs> yeah, that yeah, when yeah. we sort of touch into our bugbears about our partners. But fighting over money... Just want to reconfirm yeah. and reaffirm our DLs is the number one most common thing that couples fight about. Yes. Now, like anything, it's a spectrum, yes. right? And I think the reason she feels she has to say, I love him, he's wonderful, is because we've only in the last few years as women and a community, right, started to understand the concept of financial abuse, yep. which is very real, which is very insidious and happens to a lot, but it doesn't sound like she's saying it's that kind of situation. So that's no. probably why she felt the need yeah. to say, like, it's this, this sounds like a very hard clash of money personalities as Mel Brown would call it. Yeah and as you said about the spectrum it's all relative to you and your partner. Yes. You know she could be married to another person who has a different relationship with money and a different money identity and she's absolutely right the core issue here is that he doesn't spend. Yeah so it makes her look over the top. Yes (laughs) because his baseline is at such a minimum. Yeah. I'm sorry if she's doing her own hair at home Girlfriend is saving money. Yeah, he doesn't realise just how low maintenance she is. Oh, that is like, you know, one of the top outputs, you know, if if you do your hair. That's one of the most expensive things you can do. Anyway, uh, this is really tricky. She's asked us for practical advice, but can I tangent for a sec? Absolutely. I feel your girl because I have been in a rage lately and I was trying to unpack this with Jem yesterday, actually. It's like, personally, I think the tour has a lot to answer for because I sort of stepped up my personal grooming just before the tour I'm a single person in all practical senses so I'm completely in charge of my own money and I can do what I want but I am caught in a loop at the moment where I have a few things that I do and I really like it so I do my Botox I get my hair done I have extensions now I like to have my nails done I get my eyebrows done you know we've done this on the pod before it all adds up it becomes a lot and people would say it's a slippery slope I think that's a bit dramatic but yeah you add one or two more things Mm. anyway you get into this loop of like okay this is my like output energy and financially every month that I do to keep up with these beauty standards, whatever. Now, people would say you don't have to, that's your choice. But I think that's a really complicated thing because are we really choosing? It feels like much more of a big choice to opt out mm. than to opt in. Oh, I don't know about that. No, I mean like... You mean to go against to the go beauty against standards. To go against the beauty yeah, okay. standards feels like a bigger choice, mm. you know, because we're so in it and we've, we've been so conditioned to look a certain way and present a certain way. I was trying to say this to my boyfriend the day because I was like, ah, oh, he just has a shower and puts an outfit on and goes to work. And he's mm. like, well, you could do that. And I was like, no, 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 no. I couldn't. Like, I couldn't just go to work without doing my hair and makeup base minimum. Yeah. You know, like when I was going into an office. But you could, though. You could. You could. But, Jem, would you, if you were going into a professional workplace, would you not do your hair and makeup? No, I would. Revzi, I can kind of align myself to this story a little bit. Very recently, so just yesterday, in fact, I 
I had Rafa's orientation for her school yeah. next year. Yeah. And this is quite a big school. So there was like a hundred parents yeah. there at this gathering. And in the morning, I was sick as a dog. Yeah. And I actually had to think about my outfit. Yeah. And presenting, like it's stupid. Yeah. And I could say to you, well, you didn't have to. You could no, have gone however I, you want. I don't know why I cared. Yeah. And I actually had to go inside myself yeah. and go, why didn't you just rock up in a messy top knot and some leggings in yeah. my active wear like I would at home? Why did I suddenly, I don't know, it felt momentous, I think, for yeah. me, that this was Rafa's first orientation. This was the first time I'm stepping into the school grounds. This is the first time I'm meeting her teacher. Yeah. You know, you want to present. I wanted to present. And what have yeah. you learned your whole life is presentable is when you're done, quote unquote. Yes. Now, even the mental gymnastics, I had to go inside myself and wonder why did I? Yeah, yeah. That is a time and energy men don't have to spend. No, they don't. And I said to my boyfriend, like, I would love to get a receipt of the hours, of the dollars, of mm. the mental space, the acreage of mental space that is spent on keeping up with beauty standards that, yes, I could opt out of, but that would also take a lot of work, you know, whereas you have never even had to think about it. No. It has never come across your orbit existence yeah. to think about anything other than a shower and a haircut, you know, like, sure, pull an outfit together. After That's shave. the extent of it. It's the extent of it. Yeah. It's just not comparable. There's no nails. No. There's no hair. And I know. I mean, there is hair, but there's no like no. five hour appointment no. once every however many weeks. And it will almost be frowned upon if you did dye your hair, for example, whereas yeah. it's expected of us to not have greys or not have regrowth mm. because it looks unpresentable. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent, but I feel like it's relevant because basically what's happening here is he's like, whoa, you're spending so much money on yourself. Yeah. But she's studying and a stay at home mum and wants to present or keep a certain level of her personhood totally. and self-expression and because he doesn't have to do any of those things and being a tradie you know even lower bar to oh, presentable yeah. entry do you I know mean, they're constantly covered in mud and cement and dirt and shit anyway. yeah and they've got their high-vis gear and their fucking blundstones and off they go yeah can I bring it back to basics yes. again because I, I think what's really pissing me off about RDL's issue here is like I want to bring it back to the fact that he can't have the privilege of going to his job without her staying at home and caring for the kids and he would spend more money mm-hmm. if he was a single dad he would have to arrange care for those kids Monday to Friday in order for him to earn the same amount of money yes. but I think what I struggle with is the possessiveness of money from the earner yeah. rather than looking at it as this is our collective money because of what our DL does at home I wouldn't be able to earn this money without her and look maybe I'm just lucky because my husband and I always speak about money in our Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. our contribution what are we doing with our money and it just bothers me because I think stay at home mums suffer from this idea that they didn't earn it so it's not theirs to spend and they slip into this dynamic of asking for permission yes and you can hear in her voice she's not like She doesn't want to ask for permission, but she wants to communicate to him. But that is a good way of communicating it. Calculate if someone had to step into your role, how much would it cost? Like a nanny or daycare and then his time as well. As you're right, you're right. If he was a single dad, he would have to do drop off and pick up. He'd have to finish earlier, start later. He would just make it work, right? He would be capable of it. But what he's not considering is her value. And talking about personhood, the bare minimum needs for her to feel whole and of value. And this is the other thing with men as well is they don't understand the lengths women go 
to no. to maintain a presentation in inverted commas to the world. They don't get it. Like it's easy to say, but so don't do that. It's so like get your nails done. It's like yeah. mm, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. But I think the thing that's really grinding my gears in one thing that our DL said was that she bought a sofa bed for the purposes of being able to house other family members to come visit. And he lost it over that. Mm. Like that is not a selfish purchase. That is for the family. For the family. Yeah. yeah. So it's a tough one. But I find it hard hearing women having to justify. Or having to do the mental gymnastics and take on the mental load of having to communicate why it's not okay. Mm. And that's why I support a bit of anger in these yeah. scenarios, you yeah. know? Now, this is like new, like Revs 2.0 because old me would be conflict avoidant. I probably would have found a way to like hide that purchase and just made it comfortable for everyone. But new me would say, no, you give it straight back to him and say, this is unacceptable. Yeah. This is a spend and a purchase for the family to have family stay with us. Yeah. This is not me buying something for myself and you are not allowed to talk to me in this way about money over something that is a family purchase when my job is to run the household. Yeah, I would really encourage a bit of anger and push back there. Yeah. I mean, I've shared on the podcast before when Hubs and I first got together, yep. I had to put my foot down on yep. a few things. Yep. And I remember the one and only time, well, not one and only time, but early on in our relationship, he policed my spending. Yep. Yeah. And very early on, I was like, oh no, that's just not going to be no. a thing no. for us. Yeah. Like if that's a thread that you want to keep pulling mm-hmm. throughout our relationship, this isn't going to work no. for me. No. And I understand the fear of that kind of confrontation if you haven't done that before. Yeah. But this is one of those areas that only gets worse. Yes. You have to set what you will accept in this Mm. area or it will get worse and worse and worse. And you will get further apart from each other and you won't be able to communicate and it will become more of an issue. But it is a muscle. It's a practice. Like You you have to get better at it. Like me and my husband, we've been together 10 years now. We've been married seven, nearly eight. And I still find myself Mm. feeling apologetic in my head when I treat myself to something that is solely just for the benefit benefit of me Mm. you know I do and I have to work through the mental gymnastics of that and I get through it Mm -hmm. but even recently on our holiday I treated myself to some clothes and without him necessarily asking I was already justifying Uh, the purchase and I caught myself doing that and I was like why am I doing this and I stopped myself and it wasn't a big deal but I know that he would have been doing work in himself as well going oh Jem just went on a bit of a shopping spree I know that it would activate him a little bit and then he's gone no she's allowed yeah like we're on holiday but you don't get to that point without having those the hard initial oh, hard, hard conversations, conversations. <laughs> I, know. I know we're always like have a hard conversation but it's true you don't get the fruits of that labor no. unless you do that work you do have to do it yeah. but yeah i think if you need to put an actual dollar value on what you do at home then do that well i feel for our dl as well because i cannot imagine and Rose, maybe you can speak to this more because you have been in a relationship before where you knew any thing that you purchased needed to a be justified or hidden Mm -hmm. or you know like it came with a lot of feelings you couldn't buy something freely and then just go cool I did that it's like every single purchase is considered that is exhausting yeah and it's not how you should live if he's earning good money that's your money too that's your kids money too it's not his money that he's portioning out to you Mm. and if he thinks that way then that's another conversation yeah but you know it's so funny you said if he was a single dad this is the irony of this bullshit guys and why hard conversations are everything people have these behaviors you know what forces equity divorce it does it forces equity and forces the hard conversations yeah i wish 
married people would have. have. Yeah. Yes. And it's like that is the devastating irony of this situation is like these kind of selfish behaviours. I'm sorry if that's the wrong, a too strong a label for your husband, but we could talk about anything. It could be mental load. It could be childcare. It could be finances. It could be anything that's inequitable within a relationship. The only thing that can force that equity is divorce because that's how it's done. There's a line drawn down the middle and everything is fair. So think about it that way and reverse engineer it back to a healthy yeah. conversation, you know? I love that, Revzy. Mm. Reverse engineer it to a healthy conversation. Oh, I feel for you, babe. Before yeah. we go, though, one thing I do want to say about these conversations, because we do say this a lot on the podcast, have the hard chats. Mm. Like you really do have to pick your moment. Mm. And I know, again, it's like, well, why is it on me as the woman to bring these conversations to the table? And why do uh, I have to read the room and yeah. read the moment to check that it's a – but it can make or break. Yeah. Like if you bring this up when your partner is tired and not up for conversation, honestly, you need to read the room and go, this isn't the time. I'm a big fan of the text message ahead of a conversation. Ooh. Usually middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Hey, babe, I really want to talk about X. Mm-hmm. Can we put some time aside tonight if you're feeling up for it? I love that. Yeah. Big fan of that one. Yeah. And can we just also add, even though we're always like, have the hard conversation, we find them hard. Too. Of course we do. <laughs> we're not like really good at it now or anything. But I don't know, Revzy, like Hubs and I, we've gotten better. Yeah, same And we've us. even yeah. had conversations about how much we've improved mm-hmm. in our communication. Yep. Like it actually gets to that it point. Does. It does. And my psychologist told me years ago, like you do see the fruits yes. of your labor. Yes. Like you do get the rewards. And if you don't have the conversations, you are just robbing yourself of these fruits. And I was always like, oh yeah, I understood that theoretically, mm. but having started to live it, I'm like, oh no, yeah. you really do. I don't know. Like I, I don't mean for this to sound smart, but Hubs and I have been doing a lot of work on our communication. And honestly, like moments of friction between us or when we piss each other off, we can dissolve them in a tenth of the time yeah, than how we used oh, to. So good. And it's because we both kind of wave the white flag now instead of because I think innately we're both quite stubborn people. And I think that's where we were challenged in our marriage was I was digging my heels in, he was digging his. But now we've actually learned that if we just give a little to each other. So I got served up this thing on Instagram and I saved it because I loved it so much. But it said marriage has evolved. Oh, holistic psychologist. Yes. Yeah, it's wonderful. Oh my God, I'm just looking at the post and you liked it, Rosie. I saved it. And most people haven't noticed, but this is what people want in marriage today. In the past, marriage was for survival and to meet basic needs. Today, people want actual partnership. They want someone who's emotionally engaged and supportive, not someone they have to parent. Mm -hmm. They want someone who knows how to show up, how to listen, and someone with the maturity to solve problems together. Some people wake up and realize they're doing everything alone. They live with someone, but that person is not a partner on their team. And this is the sad reality for a lot of people. Yes. You know, it's that real. How many times have you heard, well, I was doing it all alone anyway, anyway, so what's the difference if we get divorced? Yeah. Then it goes on to say, divorce becomes the option when it's clear the person has no interest in evolution, communication, yep. or healing the trauma that causes the issues. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about money personality and money behavior and looking behind the behavior and what causes them to be, say, stingy with money. 
It goes on to say, as marriage evolves, people want different things. They want an emotional connection that people didn't require in the past. So we have to start talking about it. A brilliant post. Yes. So that idea of it really is conversation. And I understand the hard thing about being married with young kids Mm. is everyone. There's no time to talk. Yes. Everyone's spent. (laughs) Yeah. And so this is where the resentment builds up because it's like, oh, he's just worked a 10 hour day. Like uh, now's not the time to talk. But yeah, I love what you said, Revzi, about giving them a heads up or the opportunity to say not tonight, you know, about there's a need for a conversation. Because I'm telling you, it's going towards a conversation if you don't have the conversation. Totally. I just want to quickly add something else. This has turned into a big bestie hotline, but it's a cheap shot to go after a woman's beauty routine Mm. (laughs) as selfish. It's a cheap shot. And it makes me really angry because as you said, it is about her personhood and her feeling presented and about her feeling whole and like she's still something other than your wife and those kids mother Mm. and it's a cheap and mean shot to go after that stuff because of course it's frivolous and not necessary in inverted commas but actually it can be quite necessary when you're isolated at home with children all the time it can be the lifeline that makes you feel like you and I just think be careful before you poke fun at someone's need to get their hair done or have a nice outfit on agreed Mm. 100p well, we'll wrap that big bestie hotline there. <laughs> I thought we have more to say on this topic. We really do. It's tired <laughs> us both up in a big way. Yeah. But anyway, we're sending love to you, DL. Yeah. We hope you can have the hard chats. Report back. Yeah. Oh, we are starting to get some report backs from our dilemmas. I've started filing them away. And so maybe we'll do a special like DL check-in. I love that. So if you have been on bestie hotline and you have an update on your dilemma, please drop in and let us know how things are going. The DLs care about you. And on that note, we are wishing you a wonderful weekend ahead see you in the facebook group to hash this out absolutely and as always we'll be back in your ears bright and early on tuesday morning bye bye ad break gotta keep the lights on dl's you're not gonna want to skip this one as we have one of the biggest discounts we have ever procured for you from this awesome brand i am extra excited about today's sponsor because dl's as you will know, this started out as my not spawn. And now it's spawn. How good. Okay, so on your reco, I've started using wild natural deodorant and then wild came to us and asked if we wanted to try the full range. So obviously we jumped on that. That's right, DLs. Consider us your natural body care crash test dummies. <laughs> so I've been using wild deodorant for nine months now and I love the change. My motivation for stopping using regular store-bought deodorant was the aluminium and parabens. Mm. I mean, we use deodorant every day, so mm. I want to try and avoid all the harsh chemicals as well. Wild's whole thing is that it's all clean and natural. Did your body adapt straight away? Did it take a minute? Okay, so you do need to give this a couple of weeks, okay? okay? There is an adjustment period like anything natural. So my recommendation to you, Revs, was Mm. definitely to give it a full fortnight and then decide how you like it. Okay. You did, but for me, it's been pretty seamless. I will say I'm not an overly sweaty girl, but I have always used strong deodorant and frankly, it's just time to get off the chemicals. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm loving the switch. I found it really easy and the dispenser is really gorgeous. The user experience, mwah, just great. Have you got a go-to scent? Oh, babe, I'm all about the fresh cotton and sea salt. Mm. I will say they have got this new rainforest 
Oasis scent oh, yes. that I'm keen to try. I am using that one and it's dreamy oh. and it comes in the body wash too. And I'm always auditioning body washes. So far, I am loving this one. Repsy, do you love how you can choose your deodorant mm. case colour mm-hmm. and just pop in the recyclable refills? You know, it makes doing the right thing for the environment feel very nice and bougie. Obsessed. Loving the shampoo bars too because I'm always cringing at the waste in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And of course, all wild products are vegan and cruelty free. So do something for the planet that your future self will thank you for and check out Wild today with 25% off your entire order. Whoa. Use code NOTIME, all caps, no space, at the checkout. 25% is huge. Yeah, it's actually the highest discount Wilder offering in Australia and it's exclusively for you, DLs. Go to wearewild.com and use code NOTIME at the checkout for 25% off. Enjoy.